and welcome to the podcast Fully Expressed with John Denbeck. This is where we discuss how Christian professionals can approach work as an act of worship. Hey guys, welcome to Fully Express, the uh, ministry of Seeds to Life. We are so excited that we have a three-part series with uh, Dr. Brian Clay coming to you. Really excited about that as it's come up about self-care and taking care of ourselves and being physically able to fully express who God's created us to be. I'm really excited to have Dr. Brian Clay come and walk us through that in the three-part episode. So stay tuned and here we go with Brian Clay. Hey guys, it's John. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Fully Express, which is a uh, ministry of Seeds to Life. Just so excited to, about the program we have in front of you today. And of course, the uh, Fully Express is a is a podcast that's intended to for you to be able to fully express who God's created you to be, because we believe that we are most satisfied and God is most glorified and we're able to fully express who he's created us to be with our talents and our gifts and our abilities. And so that we would be able to live those full lives that Jesus said that he has come, that we would have life and have it abundantly. And so that's kind of what this podcast is dedicated to. And, you know, over the last couple of podcasts, if you've been tuning in, we've had a couple interviews and, and I thought and it's picked up on something and a couple of them, particularly with Wes Anderson and Chris Cano and just hearing the, them both express as they're talking about what they've been called to do and how God's using them. Both of them kind of brought up this element. Well, not kind of, they absolutely brought up this element of self-care, of taking care of themselves so they would be able to have the energy, they'd be able to have the refreshment to be able to do what God's called them to do. And, and I don't know about you, but I've been really thinking about that. And this has been a year for me of thinking about just that, getting a little bit older, trying to think about what God would have for me, and just having that thought process of I need to do whatever I can do to make sure that I have the, that physical part of having a, a full life, to be able to have the energy, to be able to get the rest. And this year has been a, a year for me where I've kind of said, you know what, this is a year that I want to have. My word for the year was discipline. Now, that might sound, <laughs> sound like a word that is, is fearful at first, but for me, it was discipline. I wanted to be disciplined in my eating. I wanted to be disciplined in my exercise and, and also disciplined in learning and, and just applying principles to my life to really think seriously about this one life that I've been given to be able to uh, be able to fully express who God's created me to be. And that has been a wonderful thing for me. And I've had some assistance along the way. And I wanted to take the time to kind of introduce you to a, a doctor that I have been had the privilege to get to know and has been under his care is Dr. Brian Clay, and he is a chiropractor in Allen, Texas, and um, he has been instrumental in kind of helping me along the way to have that life, that disciplined life, to be able to fully express who God's created me to be. So I have the great privilege of having him on my program, and I wanted to introduce him to you. And uh, Dr. Clay, welcome to Fully Expressed. Hey John, thanks for having me on here today. Uh, honored to be here. I, I just to, uh, so our audience gets to know you a little bit, and just uh, just give us a little bit of a background of who you are, and just a little bit about your background. Well, obviously, I'm a chiropractor. I've been a chiropractor for about 15 years now. I've uh, been unbelievably blessed as a chiropractor. I've uh, been able to help a lot of people. Majority of my career, you know, saw close to about a thousand patient visits per week. Um, so I've been exposed to a lot of people. 
and, uh, and, and a lot of people from different walks of life uh, with, with all different types of uh, health challenges. You know, uh, for me, early on, uh, even as a kid, I always knew I wanted to be a doctor. I just wasn't sure uh, what kind of doctor that I wanted to be. Uh, as a teenager, I spent a couple of years in the hospital uh, working through different departments that I was interested in. You know, I'd spend six to nine weeks uh, per department and uh, nothing really clicked. And uh, I was actually on my way to dental school and I had been doing roofing for a little over 10 years and really uh, had some real low back challenges, uh, devastating. And uh, I knew a lot about medicine because I'd spent so many years in the hospital. I was actually afraid to go to a traditional medical doctor uh, because I knew they had uh, two solutions for my devastating low back pain. Uh, one was going to be drugs and the other one I was even more afraid of, uh, which was surgery. And so uh, by default, uh, I stumbled into a chiropractic office. I didn't even know what chiropractic was. I just knew I didn't want drugs. I didn't want surgery and uh, chiropractic changed my life. Wow, that's that's the uh, that's I mean that's inspirational to to a lot of people. You're following your passion, and your passion came out of a little bit. Sounds like you're the the natural and into even the the supernatural, right? And it, it, just tell us a little bit about your about your faith walk through that. Yeah, so I was dead set on being a dentist. You know, I had really worked hard uh, to accomplish that, and I felt like that everything was just set in place and uh, all the all the boxes had to be checked and uh, when that didn't work out uh, that was a real dark time in, in my life and uh, you know I think that's really when God uh, showed himself to me that I needed to take my hands off the steering wheel and let God have control of my life and place me uh, where he needed me most and to this day it does scare me how close uh, I came to actually being a dentist <laughs> this yeah yeah I don't know that I would enjoy coming to the dentist as much as I would the chiropractor <laughs> so it's good to meet you under under these circumstances but what tell us a little about your spiritual life and in 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 getting to this place yeah so uh for me you know uh getting into chiropractic college and really studying the human body and uh learning uh, more and more about how the body actually heals, functions, and operates and the complexity of the human body, you know, definitely was one of those things that uh, drew me uh, closer to God. And, uh, you know, it's just really hard uh, to know the human body intimately and not see God in that. Yeah. And so, I mean, you see a lot of people, I, I know that, and, um, and you're helping a lot of people. And so when you think about it in context of people fully expressing who, who God's created them to be and, you know, being able to, um, you know, to follow their dreams, follow their desires much as you have, I mean, what do you think that, what do you see has might be limiting the potential of people to do that from your perspective? Yeah, so from my perspective, uh, one of the things uh, that I see a lot of in my office is most patients enter in chiropractic the same way I did. Something was really hurting, uh, but it doesn't take them long to start to bridge the gap between their hurting, their nervous system, and the nervous system's ability to control the entire body, right? And so, you know, I see lots of patients overcome health issues as they begin to get adjusted and that's really puzzling for them. Like why, why did you adjust my mid back and now my indigestion is better? 
You know, why did you adjust my baby and now my baby sleeps all night? You know, why did you adjust my infant and now they're not colicky or now they're not constipated? And patients beginning to learn how the health of their spine and nervous system really has a huge play in their, their overall health. But then, you know, really when we just talk about health, you know, that's something that I, I believe that as a culture, we put on the back burner until something really starts to go awry. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, we like to, you know, and, and you and I have this in common and our audience, most of our audience as well. We, we know that the salvation that we have, the relationship we have with the Lord is, is one of, is the most important thing in our lives. And then sometimes we, we start to believe that we're pursuing these other dreams and these other goals, these other visions, and we're, whether it's a career, whether it's an education, but in talking to you, there's, there's another, I mean, there, there's an asset that we have that we don't necessarily pay as close attention to. It's kind of, kind of laying out the softball for you here, right. but, but, but what, what, it, what is, I mean, what do you see in that? I mean, as people are pursuing their goals or dreams or visions, what is that asset that they really need to spend some time looking at? Right. So for, for years and years, uh, doing public speaking, uh, multiple times a week, you know, audiences, 30, 40 people at a time, you know, a lot of times I would start a, a workshop off asking what people's number one asset was. And usually it would be around uh, salvation or their family or their work or their church or a hobby or their kids. And, and no one would ever really say health. Uh, but when you ask them all of those things that are what you said were your number one asset, can you have those without your health? And I think that's a lot of times when the people's light bulb goes off that, oh yeah, well, now that you say that, now that I think about it, you're right. Uh, outside of my salvation, my number one asset truly is my health. And, and when, when we realize that, that, that health is our number one asset, we should easily be able to take someone's checkbook or someone's calendar and just look at those two things and see, wow, uh, we can tell by your calendar, we can tell by your checking account that definitely health is your number one asset. It looks like your first dollars are going towards your health and, and the first of the lots of time are going towards your health. And, 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 and Brian, why do you, what do you think, wh what contributes to that, uh, that mindset of, of health is a, a secondary thought what it, that it is you know as you said when, when i'm when i'm sick i mean it consumes all my, my all my effort and my energy but um what lends itself to that thought process of hey i'm pursuing this i'm pursuing that i'll, I'll worry about that later i'll worry yeah. about that when i get older i mean what 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 is the what what contributes to that mindset well i think uh everybody listening uh to this podcast will will agree that it's just a part of our culture we, we've really been indoctrinated to believe that as long as we look good, right, as long as we feel good, uh, we consider ourselves healthy. You know, if you go to the supermarket, you know, the two top health magazines, men's health, women's health, who do you usually see on the cover? Good looking model or celebrity, right? Yeah, right. So we really have that uh, ingrained in us that as long as we look good, as long as we feel good, the problem with that, using that as a measuring stick uh, we miss our two top disease killers, uh, heart disease, cancer, right? Uh, these chronic degenerative illnesses that take us too early in life. Uh, the thing that they all have in common is they don't begin to really feel bad. And they don't begin to really look bad until typically 
they are bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So the, um, in, um, what do you, what is like, you know, we're, we're, and we're, we'll probably have a, well, we definitely will have, if you're open to it, we'll have a follow-up episode. And I know that we're having, you know, trying to keep these to, into the 15, 20 minute time frame. but you know, I mean, you kind of given uh, us a li- some information, some, Hey, let's think about health. Let's think about, you know, what um, we're able to do to maximize and to have that, uh, that full life that uh, God would have for us. But, you know, so we don't walk away with just the, the bad news. What's it, like one or two things that you would say that, you know, that uh, our audience can say, hey, this is what you can do um, to start living a healthy lifestyle or building a healthy lifestyle? Or what's one or two things they could have as takeaways from you as recommendations to kind of, uh, to kind of have a, uh, you know, to, to begin that process? So I really think it, it the the number one thing is what we just talked about, uh, realizing that health is so much more than how we look and how we feel. Uh, I think it's, it's important to know some of the sobering statistics about health that, that we currently face in this country that, you know, right now the number one cause of, of bankruptcy in the U.S. Is, is actually medical debt. You know, that was a, a recent Harvard study and 80% of those people actually had what was considered good insurance. And, and to realize even today, you know, like today's generation of children uh, that are being born, it's the first generation ever expected uh, to not outlive their parents. You know, so th- it's really understanding that uh, a health, the, the health of our, our culture right now is far worse than uh, what we've been led to believe or, or maybe uh, just been cognizant of. Um, we look at uh, the population as a whole, you know, if we were to study people today, just like we would study, say, another animal species, right? We can, obviously, as Christians, we consider ourselves a lot more uh, than animals. But if we were just to play that game for just a minute, you know, as scientists uh, studying an animal species, if you were to look at humans and study them, just like every other animal species, we would be on the endangered species list. You know, uh, you cannot find another uh, animal species out there that has such high rates of chronic degenerative illness, uh, such high rates of suicide, depression, obesity. You know, the list just goes on and on. So really that sobering reality that we're probably not quite as healthy as as we think we are and uh, really beginning to look at if if health isn't based off of how I look and and health isn't based off of how I feel, then obviously health is going to be more about my actions and, and what I'm doing every day. And so I think a really good start would be to to really look and see like how much time are we really allotting towards our health and how much money are we investing into our health? Are, are we taking our dollars and putting them towards our health proactively? Are we holding on to all these dollars waiting until we get the bad diagnosis to start spending away? Because right now, 90% of all of our health care dollars are spent on the hospital bed. Yeah, I, I, I know that's a, uh, and, and uh, for our audience, you might remember uh, Ray Comfort, a, uh, he was an evangelist, and he said, you know what, and, and I think about this a lot, what if we started paying doctors for when we were well, rather than when we were sick? How would that, how would that upset the, uh, the, the medical care practice, you know? But to your point, to say, hey, if I am feeling well, how can I maintain my health? 
How can I? And, and, you know, some of this, some of it's just not easy, right? I mean, listening to, you know, listening to some of the statistics you have and listen to some of the truth that you've told. I mean, some of that stings. I mean, you know, for me and maybe for our audience, you, you listen to that and say, man, that stings. And so it, it can sting and you can do, not, you know, you can lie down and try to forget about it. Or it can sting as it did me this year when I had a, a, an episode that happened to me last December and it's, it stung a little bit and to make that assessment and say, well, listen, I, I can either have it sting and, and try to numb it and forget about it and do other things, or I can feel that sting and try to make some changes. And so that's what I'm hoping that uh, the, our listening audience would do. I mean, if you're, if you're already practicing good health, you're eating right, you're exercising, you're doing all those things, well, well praise the Lord. And, you know, and, and you have many, many years of doing so. And if that's not you, we're going to have Dr. Clay come back on and give us a little bit of a prescription for what might be next. So, so, so Brian, is there, is there hope for those who say, man, that stings, that's me? Is there even any hope for me? And uh, as we close, what would your response be to that? Yeah, so much hope, uh, and, and there never should be uh, a negative about this whatsoever, because the, the blessing we have from God is that uh, our bodies only know how to do one thing, which is heal, okay? So, uh, regardless of the decisions that we make, uh, regardless of the thoughts that we have, uh, even if we do everything wrong, no matter what, our body, by default, still tries to push us in one direction and one direction only, uh, which is towards health and healing. The cool thing is, is that when you begin to learn how to work uh, with the design of the body and not against it through eating well, through moving well, through thinking well, you can begin to remove those interferences which keep the body from functioning the way that it's supposed to, from, from healing the way that it's supposed to, and you, and you just continue to get better and better. And so we should never take a negative uh, attitude towards us whatsoever because we've, we've been so blessed from the get-go that you know, God gave our bodies a default setting, which is health. Uh, that's all it knows how to do. You know, sometimes we talk about uh, you know, this, these things run in my family, and you know, uh, the truth is uh, less than 2% of all disease is, is genetic. So we know that 98% of the disease that we see around us today is, is lifestyle and is largely preventable. Well, I, I love that, what you, uh, what you left us with, maybe a little bit of a cliffhanger to move well, eat well, and think well. And if, and if you're willing, love to have you come back on for another episode, and we can uh, kind of have you unpack some of those things. But thanks for the hope you gave to our audience. Are you willing to come back? I would love to. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Well, the, that, that's it for this episode. Thank you, for Dr. Clay, for coming on. And we look forward to meeting you next time on Fully Expressed. Hey, guys, wasn't that just great having Dr. Clay join us? I'm hoping that you got the information that I did out of that. And hopefully it's going to equip you to live fully expressed. You can reach Dr. Brian Clay at Dr. Brian Clay with a Brian with a Y at gmail.com. And he'd be happy to answer your questions. Or you can look at some of those resources in the show notes. But I'm really praying that this is going to be helpful to you to live fully expressed. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast, Fully Expressed with John Denbeck. If you'd like to receive John's weekly devotional, go to seeds2life.org. That's seeds2life.org.